Initiating startup sequence. You're listening to the Loud and Queer podcast, Australia's only national radio show by and for queer youth. listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. My name is Evie and today I'm joined by Daniel. Hello everybody. Yeah, and Marcy. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got a big show coming up today. We're going to be talking about a whole bunch of things. Uh, there's a, let's say, interesting parliamentary bill and in New South Wales, which we're definitely going to be exploring probably one of the people behind it. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, Dan, do you want to tell us a little bit about the interview you've got coming up? Oh, yeah. It's um, very exciting. i um very sort of lucky to be able to interview um, Leah Deleria um, about two weeks ago, I think. Um, if anyone's not familiar with who she is, she's um, a comedian, jazz singer and actress. Most people would know her from um, Orange is the New Black. Uh, she plays uh, Big Blue, uh, Carrie Big Blue Black. Uh, and yeah, I was interviewing her because she has an upcoming jazz show uh, at the Recital Centre soon. So yeah, it was an absolute privilege to be able to talk with her. But we'll be yeah. hearing hearing that a little bit later, which is which is exciting. Yeah, yeah. It sounds really exciting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just want to say a big thank you to Sin Features for the opportunity. It was yeah, really really nice. Yeah. And how have your weeks been? Um, interesting. interesting. Had a, a very good but very exhausting weekend. Yeah. I just got back from Bendigo. Oh wow! I played Ooh. a gig in Bendigo last night. Oh no! Nice. Oh my! And there you go. Best rural gig I've ever played. Yeah. Uh, we played well. Uh, it was a good crowd. Of course, and you played well. Come on. Yeah. Had a really, really good time. Nice. Yeah. Was it like um? What was the venue? Like a pub or? Uh, music Man, which is a music shop that turns into a venue at night. Nice. And yeah, you know, sets up more like a pub at that kind of time of night. Yep. Um, yeah, interesting space. I don't know, I'd quite happily go back. Cool. <laughs> That's awesome. And Marcy, how's your week been? Uh, yeah, another roller coaster, but a much more positive one, actually. So, yeah. finishing up uh, my like, like, like semester of like, like union stuff, just got the exams, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Like, uh, probably talk more about it in my frops, uh, but a lot of fun stuff has happened. And I completed my application for VTAC, like, I'm trying to try and transfer unis, nice. so that's uh, quite exciting. And I'm also planning to move out. Ooh, yes, very big exciting, <gasps> very big. Everything's week. happening this week, it's yeah. awesome. And uh, Marcy, was it you who um, put this first song on the run sheet? I did actually. There's a song that I've been listening to for about a week and a bit. So like, uh, like it's a, just a really cool song. So it was, it was like the per- the artist Diplo. Uh, I know him from uh, LSD, which uh, I found really some really good songs from there. So uh, I looked him up and I found this song. And it's a really cool beat. So awesome. Yeah. All right. So do we want to maybe throw to that one now? Yeah, we probably should. Yep. All right. Did you want to intro it, Marcy? Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, here is Day Open by Diplo featuring Mo. Hello, and that was 
Stay Open by Diplo featuring Mo. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation, broadcasting live all across Australia. My name is Jay Moore. I produce this show and I'm watching Dan do my job right now and I'm getting pretty bored. I'm here with Evie, whom I love very much, and Marcy, who, like, I care about, but I don't know if we're there yet. And (laughs) (laughs) we've only known each other for six weeks, you know? That is true. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) yeah, we're we're doing a little little segment right now about something that came out in the news this week. It was an article in the Star Observer, um, and it was about... Fred Nile. Oh, by the way, I didn't introduce myself at the top. My pronouns are they, them, and I just turned 24. On Ooh. Leah Deleria's birthday hype, we have a, uh, later in the show, we have a interview coming up with her. She turned 60, I turned 24. It's like we're twins. It's amazing. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> during the week in the Star Observer, it came out that a politician, New South Wales politician and old fart Fred Nile has introduced a bill into... Um, I'm not sure if it's the state or federal it's parliament. New South Wales Legislative it's Council. A, yeah, yep. yeah, because you can't get any further. They've they've built a wall around him, <laughs> <laughs> like a paper wall. Um, he should have retired in 2015. He threatened to, but then he um, found something better to do, apparently. Um, hmm. he, the amendment that he's introduced is uh, a religious freedom amendment, um, which would allow... Businesses such as florists, bakers, and motels to discriminate against same-sex couples um, mm-hmm. because of the vast and terrifying threat to religious freedom that we're currently experiencing in this country because of the gay marriages um, that are happening all over the place. Um, it's it's a real age of oppression for the white Christian demographic. So we're going to talk a little bit about those poor souls. Yes. And, um, like, I don't... I, I just want to put it out there also, like, I don't have a problem with religion. I, I think it's fine to be religious and to have faith, and I think that's admirable, even, because, you know, it's something that I didn't really get a chance to grow up with, and if you have grown up with that, or even if you found it later in life, that's your truth, and you keep living it, and you do you, and keep vibing, but my goodness, do not bring it into the legislature in this way. <laughs> like, it is inappropriate. Um, Immensely. Yeah. yeah, An interesting thing with this bill is it does follow a series of similar bills with varying levels of success in a lot of US states where, yeah, in the US it's primarily been in response to, like, legalised gay marriage but also the increasing visibility of trans people. Yeah, they had that bathroom bill as well, was it? Yeah, and this is very, very similar to a lot of bathroom bills in the language that it uses, where it's essentially, uh, yeah, this is to protect religious freedoms and apparently, you know, that freedom to outright discriminate is an important religious freedom. It's also just dodgy, right? Like, it's just dodgy because it's like, how do you know? Like, how do you know if someone's... If you're going to discriminate against someone who is queer or gay or, you know, whatever you perceive them to be or trans, like, how do you know? Like, the bathroom bill thing is so funny to me because it's like, we want women in women's bathroom and men in men's bathrooms, and it's like, how do you know? Like, how yeah. can you tell? Um, and the way that they wanted to restrict it was basically on based on genitalia, and you had, like, trans men in particular taking selfies of themselves in bathrooms with, like, a full beard, like, built shoulders and stuff, and, like, being like, do I look like the kind of person that you want in a women's bathroom? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm six foot tall and ugly as hell. Like, don't don't make me do this. People are scared of me. You know, and it's it's just really funny. But yeah, Fred, 
Fred. Fred, Fred. Fred. Fred, if you're not familiar with Fred, Fred's had a career. Yes. Um, he's, he's actually been a member of the New South Wales Legislative Assembly um, since 1981. Yep. Um, he's an mm. like an old person. Like I'm not going to say how old he is, but this is youth radio, so I'm like using some light ageism to get my point across. He has been in the like legislative assembly for I don't know how many years before we were born, but like a good twenty to twenty eight, I think. Yeah, oh which is God. which is another lifetime at this stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, that's probably older than me. Well, which means he probably knows better, but also like. He doesn't know how to um, get into the U.S. Um, <laughs> uh, he, yeah. in, in 2017, last year, he tried to go to the U.S. for Donald Trump's inauguration, and he got turned away at the gates. Um, basically, they were like, "You, you can't come in here," and they wouldn't tell him why, and they wouldn't. They never officially stated a reason why. Um, but I, I, I've come up with a few ideas. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's an interesting thing where a lot of you know, US kind of border controls and whatever else, they don't give any official reason. But it is very fun to speculate. It is very reasons. fun to speculate. What um, do you what do you why why do you think this happened? Me personally? Yeah. Uh wide range of range of theories like uh there is a fact that, well, a guy like him is like, I guess they just didn't like him in certain ways. Like, that's the most... He, it seems, really understand he seems like a, like a candidate, though, for getting into the US. He's like straight, you know, white, male, yes. religious, right-wing. Yes, <laughs> he, he ticks all the boxes, yeah. I feel like... But uh, there are some other things about him that might possibly make them reconsider, maybe. Like the fact that he's a mole. <laughs> yeah, so like considering the um <laughs> the recent string of politicians being found out as dual citizens, mm. yeah, maybe they were just worried that there was something, yeah, just like look, Australian politicians, we don't know who you are, we don't know where you came from, and you seem to be in pol- favour of these policies in your country, so maybe we should just keep that going. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it happening. I, I think they turned him away because um, they couldn't understand his accent and they mistook his homophobic, misogynistic yelping for a large and the cries of a large and hitherto identified species of Australian rat man. <laughs> I think that might be what it is. That's what he looks like. He looks like a rat in glasses. He's a bad person. I'm sorry. That's not very <laughs> constructive. I feel like this show is supposed to be positive and uplifting for young queer people, but sometimes... Sometimes being, it's a good positive feeling to just rag on hateful people. Yeah, to just absolutely drag someone. So, please, um, make it your mission over the next week to just privately, in the privacy of your own home or bedroom or whatever, drag the hell out of someone who is being homophobic. <laughs> It'll make you feel better. Oh, in similar political news, Lyle Shelton is running for the Senate in Queensland. Ah, oh, I knew he was going to do that! <laughs> the, for background, Lyle Shelton is the head of the Australian Christian Lobby, an organisation who do lobby, you know, and, you know, for their, you know, primarily they present themselves as lobbying for Christian values. Mm. Um, 
anti anti marriage equality, anti transgender, anti anything that sort of we stand for. Yeah, funnily enough, they're not that popular with a lot of Christians. Yeah, like I mean, most Christians are right on. They're like, yeah. hey, you know, Jesus and love and stuff, that's cool. And Lyle is just not. Lyle just uses it to fuel something dark within himself. Um, also, the star of the hashtag Eat Shit Lyle, which was trending the day that marriage equality was legalised in Australia. Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing that make a return um, when he faces estimates next year or the year after. <laughs> well, in the, you know, the event that he was elected, you can definitely see some interesting headlines and interesting parliamentary clashes going on. Well, you know, yeah, you know there's a precedent and you know what you have to do. Super Saturday's coming up and there's a state election, I think, later in the year. Get registered, go out and vote, kids, if you're old enough. Um, and when I say state election, I think it's like a Victorian state election. I think Queensland's having one as well, so... Yeah. Go register to vote. Yes. Do it. Voting. The next song that yes. we're going to play is by Annika Mawa, and I think I'm going to jump off mic for the rest of the show, so bye. It's been short and sweet. It's been nice talking to you. We're going to play a Leah Delaria interview coming up, but before that, we've got Running by Annika Mawa. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. If you've got time by Regina Spector, which happens to be the theme of Orange is the New Black, which is incredible because we've actually got an interview coming right up with Leah Delary, one of the wonderful like actresses on that show. And Dan, you you interviewed Leah. I uh, sure did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, how was that? Uh, intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> um, I literally found out the day before that I was doing it, so it was very last minute. Um, exciting and scary. I found out when I was at work and literally had about an hour that night to prep. Oh my. So, um, and, oh, and we had some technical difficulties at the start um, to record the interview. So I had to sort of have a bit of chit chat with Leah to sort of, as we were kind of moving through the technical difficulties, but we got there and it went well. Um, She's a lovely, lovely person. Um, And just to be able to speak with someone um, from the queer community who's been openly queer for over, well, it'd be over 30 years, I think. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah. It, it, extremely, I felt extremely lucky um, to be able to do that. And yeah. Yes. yeah. Sounds really cool. Yeah. Uh, so any final words about it? Or? No, I think let's just, we'll play the interview and then, um, yeah, we can come back and then have a little chat if needs be. But um, yeah, here's my interview with uh, Leah Delaria. So you're listening to Sin Media, you're here with Daniel, and I'm joined today by Leah Delaria, a showbiz legend. Her job description includes actress, comedian, musician, queer icon, and fashion icon. And you may know her from her SAG award-winning performance on Orange is the New Black as Carrie Big Boo Black. Uh, she will be hitting up Melbourne soon for her one-night-only special, Leah Delaria, live in concert at the Melbourne Recital Centre on June 7. Now, Leah, I don't know if you got this from my intro, but you're kind of a big deal. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you today? I'm great. Um, my first question today was, uh, why only one show in Melbourne uh, this year? Uh, I'm, only in, I'm only in Australia for a very short amount of time, so it's one show in every city. Okay. I mean, like, I'm, I to, when I leave Melbourne, I then go to Sydney. I have to be in Sydney uh, the ne- basically the next day. So that's what's going on. So I'm just jumping from city to city. 
Okay, that's very exciting. And um, I think a lot of people, especially sort of from my generation, the younger generation who know you from, say, Orange, um, a lot of people wouldn't be aware that you are actually quite, or a very acclaimed uh, jazz musician. It's tr Is it true that you've released uh, five uh, jazz-inspired albums that have all gone to critical acclaim? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't call them jazz-inspired. They're literally jazz records. They're on the Warner Jazz and Classics label. Um, and, yeah, they've... Uh, yeah, everybody has always loved my records. I've never gotten a bad review on any of them. Uh, the most recent one is called House of David, Delaria plus Bowie equals jazz. Um, and it's 12 jazz covers of David Bowie tunes that I put out about six months before he died. He was a great supporter of the record, and, you know, he, like he put it up on his wife website. He told people to buy it. He was, you know, it was kind of great. It was kind of, so I, I just mentioned that because I put mine out before anybody else did. Just blah, blah, blah. But also, I'm a stand-up comic, like a really well-known stand-up comic, so that's what my show is going to be when I come to Melbourne. It'll be me being loud, crazy, wild, Leah Delaria, you know, um, saying a lot of foul words that I'm not allowed. I don't know if I can say them or not in our in our interview, or I would. Are we on internet media, or are we on radio? Uh, we're on radio. Okay, well then, I'm gonna. I'm not going to say any of the words I normally say. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, I'm. So my show is a combination of all of those things: music, jazz, comedy, uh, political, you know, political statements about you know what it's like to be queer at the moment. And um, interesting that you mentioned your stand-up uh, comedy career because uh, you were the first openly uh, queer person to perform stand-up on live TV on the Arsenio Hall show in '93. Is that right? That's correct. I was the first one. No, but it's in America. In, in America. America. Other people were openly gay on TV in other countries. And I was the first in America. And can I ask you, Leah, how did you uh, feel uh, just before going out onto the set? You mean Arsenio in 93? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was, there was a lot of emotions because it was live television, so it was being seen by 20 million people. You know what I mean? So I was a little concerned about whether or not I'd bomb. That was the first thing. Uh, in 93, you had to be a lot more worried about homophobes. So mm. I was worried that somebody would start something in the audience that didn't like what I had to say. Um, but, you know, I've always, I've always been worried about bombing, even if I'm playing for two people. And I'm always worried about homophobes. I mean, I, you just can't let them get in your way. You can't let anything like that stop you. You know, so I just walked out on, you know, I just ran out on the stage and did what I always do. Great. And um, going back to your uh, jazz side of your career, I, I read that your father was a jazz pianist. And yeah, that's why I started performing with him when I was a child. Okay, so uh, jazz music, I'm assuming, then, has been part of your life uh, forever, then? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I used to sing with him in the nightclubs when I was a kid. Fantastic. You know, like when I was like 10, 11, 12. And do you, do you only sing, or do you play instruments as well? I just sing. And you... I don't just sing jazz. I mean, because I've also starred in many Broadway shows. So I also can do that like musical theater that the queens will love, um, belty kind of stuff. I do that, too. And I and I sing rock. It's just that in, I mean, I do a lot of stuff. If you look like me and you're in show business, you better be able to do a lot of stuff because you're going to hear no a whole lot. <laughs> and um, on the topic of music, I was curious to ask you, um, who would you say are your favorite pop music artists at the moment? Oh, I am obsessed with Donald Glover. I'm obsessed with him. I'm obsessed with the, This Is America. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> so right now. He, him, I can't stop watching the video um, and listening to that song. I think it's awesome. 
And then, you know, after that, uh, does anybody ever say anything other than Beyonce? I mean, is there another answer than Beyonce here? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think there is. But obsessed with Donald Glover at the moment. Just cannot look, stop looking at This Is America. So good. Yeah, it's so intriguing, yes. And, um, yeah, real comment, real social on what it's like to be black in America. Loved it. And um, Leah, do you mind me if I quickly ask you a couple questions about Orange is the New Black? Sure, honey. Ask away. Thank I you. hope I can answer them. They, you know, they don't let us talk a lot. <laughs> um, so Orange is the New Black, it's sort of been hailed as a humanizing depiction for women in, uh, in TV. And I, was, I wanted to ask your opinion on why this humanizing depiction is so important. Well, up until we saw Orange, which was, you know, uh, it was 2013 that Orange hit the airwaves, we never really saw real women, quote-unquote, real women on television. You just, you, did, you just never saw them. Everything was very show-busy. Everything was shiny. Everything was perfect. Everything was thin. You never saw any, anything but that, if you know what I mean. So the idea of women that are with real lives talking about their real concerns rather than whether or not their ass looks fat in their jeans um, was so uh, new to television. It just, nobody had ever really done it before. It just It's never been done. And I think, um, I think given the sort of, I'm very intellectual. I have no clue why I'm being so intellectual with you. Um, <laughs> given the sort of uh, rebranding of feminism that Beyonce, I will call her up again, rebranding of feminism that Beyonce gave us, um, to, like, move further as feminists into this direction, especially in, mass, in a mass media way, is uh, really fabulous and important. And uh, it's just, uh, it, it, up until then, it had never been done. I never turned on the TV and saw me. I never saw a Butch, Butch Dyke, a fat Butch Dyke, even. No, never. What? What? You never <laughs> see that. Really... You know, and it wasn't like Prisoner Cell Block H, right? It wasn't campy. It was real. It's and campy I, and funny, too, but it's real. It's honest. Very excitingly, you were recently in Sydney, Australia for Mardi Gras. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Oh, it was so much fun! <laughs> so much fun! Oh, my God, that's the most fun Pride I have ever... That was a bucket list for me. I have always wanted to go to that Pride. And I've toured Australia maybe five times and have never been able to go to that Pride. So when Netflix said, we want to send you to... to you know, for, for that, I lost my mind. So much fun. Never seen a pride like it. Never seen a pride like it anywhere. And I've been to all of them, honey. All of them. So much fun. And it was so exciting you to... You guys know how to part. And it was so exciting to, on, uh, like, Instagram and your social media, to be able to see you with um, your orange uh, castmates and just seeing you all sort of celebrate and uh, party together. It was really fun. It wasn't just orange. I mean, there was a whole, you know, there were a whole lot of different, you know, different Netflix shows, but th just representing and having a great time on that float. I even got to hang out with Magda Slavinsky quite a bit while I was there. That was, I mean, you must have seen that on social media as well. It yes. was just, it's really good. And always happy to see Yell Stone, who lives there, and who must be so pregnant right now. She's going to pop any minute. Yell, fingers crossed, baby. I went, that ba her baby is due on my birthday. I want a little baby Leah, yell. Little baby <laughs> Leah. That's so exciting. <laughs> next week. Her baby's due next week. And um, I also wanted to ask, with your, your live in concert show happening on June 7th at the Melbourne Recital Centre, what would you maybe say to people who maybe haven't really engaged with jazz music before to sort of encourage them to come along? 
Oh, absolutely come. This is not like any other kind of jazz you'll ever hear. It's a very unique show. I, I have honestly had people come up to me and go all the time and say, uh, I've never listened to jazz before. This was great. But you know what I mean? And, you know, I definitely have to say, look, you're not going to come to this show and hear, you know, stuff you don't understand, stuff that, you know, the same old American songbook stuff. You know, I have a very eclectic taste. I do, I do um, basically... Uh, all music, but in the language of jazz. So rather than you having to listen to the American Songbook over and over and over again, you're going to hear some crazy fun stuff, and you will enjoy it. Fantastic. And um, I also I just wanted to end on some quickfire questions, if that's okay with you. So, no! <laughs> so piano or saxophone? Saxophone. Jazz club or jazz festival? Club. Entertainer or queer icon? Oh, can I be both? Why do I got to make a choice there? <laughs> I want to be both. Uh, Carrie Black or Big Boo? Um, I think I get what you're trying. I think I get what you're trying to say. I would say Leah Delary is more like Carrie Black than Big Boo. Okay. Also, I just want to say that I'm not an icon. I'm, I'm a dicon. <laughs> a little different. And I also just wanted to end on just a bit of a an orange, quick fire. Uh, red or V? Red. Fantastic, Leah. Where can we find you on social media? Well, I mean, I'm on all social media. It's Real Leah Delaria. That's me. So if you go to Real Leah on, on IG, on Twitter, on Facebook, my website, all of it, Real Leah Delaria. And is there anything, anything else that you wanted to mention about your show or just about you in general to our audience? Well, I am single, ladies, <laughs> so bring it. <laughs> and uh, I just want to remind everyone, Leah Delaria Live in Concert will be hip-happening on June 7 at the Melbourne Recital Centre. Tickets are available now at www.melbournerecital.com.au. Leah Delaria, thank you so much. This has been an absolute privilege to speak with you today and all the best with all of your future endeavours. So there you have it. Uh, that was a really awesome interview, actually. Like, wouldn't you agree, everyone? Yes. Great job, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> Yay for Dan! <laughs> I'm blushing, but thank you. <laughs> that was incredible. Um, I, I love that uh, I'm not an icon, I'm a dicon thing. Yeah. Definitely stealing that just <laughs> in my life. That was that was incredible. That was such an incredible experience. Thanks again so much to Leah. And I think we have another song to play for you guys now. Yes, we do actually by Leah herself, actually, uh, Young Americans, which uh yes, uh, what kind of song is it, Dan? Like a jazzy song or it's a it's a jazzy song. A jazzy song. Um I haven't actually heard it, so but it's a jazz, it's from a jazz album and she's a jazz musician, so <laughs> yes. that's a probably safe a safe assumption. Yeah, but yeah. I'd say so. But um yeah, like uh, like she was saying in the interview, it comes from her new album which are full of covers, David Bowie covers. So Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Cool cool. Cool cool. Hey, you're listening to Sin Na- uh, Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. That was This Is America by Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino is also known as Donald Glover. Donald Glover? Glover? Which Glover? I did not know until two minutes ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so he's a performer, came up in interview before as one of Leah Delaria's you know, current favourite songs. So. Alongside yeah. Beyonce, shout out to Beyonce. <laughs> but yeah, there was an interesting bit of news involving Donald Glover this week. Where he was, at the moment, he is playing Lando Calrissian in the new Han Solo standalone yeah. movie. Uh, if you've never seen Star Wars before, 
those are characters from Star Wars, <laughs> this might be a bit unintelligible. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so a couple of people from that team have just come out and said this week that um, Lando Calrissian, the character that Donald Glover pl- is playing, is pansexual. And I've got feelings on this. Just put it in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Dumbledore is gay and Ronald Weasley is three gender non-conforming children in a, in a cloak. <laughs> like, if you don't show it in your work, you know, word of... Like, the word of the author doesn't quite have the same importance. What's, what's the Ronald Weasley thing? I haven't heard about that. <laughs> no, I'm just mocking the way that, um, you know, Dumbledore was just kind of word of, you know, by the author's word made ah, to word be God. a gay character. Yeah. Because, <sighs> yeah. you know, you couldn't actually just say that outright in yeah. books. I think she said it like... It was like quite a few years after. Yeah, the book yeah. Was written, yeah. Wasn't Retroactively it? adding queer characters doesn't make a queer character. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's time for Froth or Not. <laughs> uh, this is a segment that we do every week where we talk about things that we're frothing, that we're really happy about this week, we're really enjoying, or yeah, ever so occasionally things that we're really not. <laughs> um, all right, who'd like to start? I feel like, Evie, do you have a few feels today? Do you want to I've got a lot of feels. <laughs> like, you know, my aforementioned weekend, which was great. Got up super early, got to go work on a car and a nice workshop, got to go out to Bendigo and play a really fun show and then come back here and then break down on the side of the road on my way to the radio station but I'm frothing the rest of my weekend <laughs> <laughs> so the majority the majority was good the ma- it was good until about 2.30 yeah <laughs> <laughs> what about you uh, Marcy uh, I'm frothing uh, the end of the new semester, most particularly all the celebrations I've been having with uh, the, the Melbourne Uni comedy group, the Mud Crabs. Oh, yeah. nice. Yes. Yeah. So uh, last uh, two weeks ago, we had the new reviews. That was a lot of fun. We did some lot, lot of, like sketches and stand up stuff. I did some stand up of my own. And then this week, we were just doing uh, some final stuff because we're fair wearing one of our members who are, who is a very good, very good friend, very uh, one of the family members of Mud Crabs in a way. So that's that's good. And uh, he did very good stamp as well. Particularly a little rant on tuna salad. and Tuna salad? Yes. I like tuna salad. No, no, no. no. <laughs> About how you can't call different parts of lettuce salad. It's an amazing rant. You have to see it to believe it. But uh, okay. uh, Jacob. I love him! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we were doing a bit of that. And then uh, on the Friday, actually, there was a picnic and a little raid beforehand, which I unintentionally became a part of. So I have done radio twice this week now. So, Ooh, yeah. Nice. So, yeah, the picnic was really fun and some auditions. And, well, I'm really frothing all of this, like, like fun celebration stuff, which is good uh, because, like, spot fag exams coming up. But, like, right now, I'm really frothing over that. So... Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, I think I'm having, I'm in sort of on the fence of frothing or nodding because I've had like a lot of friends 
uh, go overseas to travel recently. So I'm very jealous at the minute, especially coming into SWATVAC at uni as well. Yeah. So I've seen I've seen two of my best friends go off to travel for like an extended period of time, which is a wee bit depressing. But um, once I'm done with my exams. I'll be enjoying my my break anyway. Um, Ooh, what, but, are you, yeah. what are you doing for your break? Um, just relaxing for most of it. I have to get my wisdom teeth out at the end of June, which is uh. exciting. <laughs> um, but I am going to Splendor in uh, end of end of July. Oh, so it's literally the weekend before I go back to uni. But um, yeah, I'm very excited about that. Um, I somehow lucked out and managed to get tickets, which was exciting. <gasps> so um, yeah, no, I'm very excited for that. Um, and yeah, otherwise, a little bit stressed with uni at the minute. Got a lot happening. Yeah, that's understandable. It is pretty much exam season right now, and I'm certainly feeling it. A lot of my friends are. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck, Marcy. I'm sure. I'm sure you'll be fine. Um, I don't know about me, but <laughs> we'll see how we go. <laughs> so uh, you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation, and this is Birds Set Free by Sia. Um, so that uh, brings us to the end of this week's show. Um, and so next week, uh, same time, 4 to 5 p.m. on Sin Nation, and it's uh, Reconciliation Week. So our show will be a little bit uh, different, I guess, next week. So Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure you, um, you tune in for that one. Um, and if you want to catch us during the week, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at SinLoud. That's at S-Y-N-L-O-U-D. Um, where can we find us on Facebook? Uh, that is the Sin Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria. Cafeteria? Yeah. Oh, sorry, the Sin Nation Loud and Queer Community <laughs> Cafeteria. Um, you should be able to find it. If you get most of the words right, it should come up. Um, yeah. Otherwise, if is there anything that we'd like to plug? Um, I mean, like, if you're listening to us, do tweet at us because it is exciting to hear because this is a nationwide show. So, even, like, if you're up in Northern Territory, Western Australia, Tassie, wherever you are, it'd be cool to hear from you. So um, just tweet us and say, hey, what's up? Say, I don't know, I'm loud, I'm queer, I'm here or something like that. <laughs> just so we know you're listening because um, we love making this show and if you're enjoying it too, it'd be great great to hear that. No pressure though, no pressure. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's um, at Danny P. Hick. That's D-A-N-N-Y-P-H-I-C-K. Um, yeah, did, did either of you want to plug any social media or um, anything like that? I will say I'm currently also on Player One which is a Sydney show that's on Friday nights, uh, starts at 6pm. So if you like video games and news about video games, that's what we do. Nice, yeah. I didn't know that. Are you enjoying it? It's been good fun. Yeah? yeah. How many shows so far? Uh, my second was on Friday, so... Nice. Cool. Yes. Anything you want to plug, Marcy? Uh, yeah, I can plug my Twitter. Uh, so that's Mark... Uh, D19698. I've noticed it, you've started tweeting a little bit or like retweeting a little bit. Yeah, I'm being a bit more active. Granted, I can't be too much more active exam season, but yeah, I'll, true, I'll, true, I'll true. get there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you so much for listening this week, everybody. Um, so you've been on Loud and Queer on Sin Nation with Marcy, Evie, and Tash Sultana. And this is a Synergy. We'll see you all next week. Have a great week and catch you next week. <laughs> You can
can tune in to hear Loud and Queer streaming live on Sin Nation at sin.org.au. You can find more of our episodes on Omni, SoundCloud and iTunes. Our podcast music is by accident. You can find more of her music on Bandcamp. You can find us on Facebook in the Sin Nation Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria and find us on Twitter at Sin Loud. <laughs>